Uh, we back again. Views from the Chair Pod, episode 108, my I don't know what episode it is, but what's up, man? How was your weekend? That reminds me of like how Matt Hoffa does his podcast and they come in, and then that just reminded me. Um, we don't have to talk about it before I go. Do mm. you think uh, Roddy Rebel was drawn when he was saying the break? Like, uh, let me put that in my notes and we can talk about it later. All right. Because Roddy Rebel basically said that um, they didn't have to kill King Vaughn. The buddy could have just pulled his pistol out and showed him and whatnot. And then there was a whole back and forth between NBA Youngboy and them. A weird, whatever. Um, weekend was good. I didn't do anything last weekend. Actually, I chilled for the whole weekend, cleaned my house, and it's dirty again. I did all my laundry, so I caught up on that. And then I went golfing Sunday. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't do much in the winter. So I've been chilling. Yeah, man, same. Uh, pretty much damn near housebound because I just don't feel like moving too much with crutches and shit. But yeah, uh, somehow I've ordered—not ordered, but signed—to finally signed up for Disney Plus. Didn't know I was missing out on so much. I didn't know you did not. Didn't know you better use mine. Yeah, I didn't. I was like, all right, well, this is different. A lot of shit. Uh, but yeah, I ain't getting into too much. Go run through it quick. Yeah, that's what I'm feeling like. Um, I just started watching Bel Air too. That shit. Oh, Bel Air sick. That Bel-Air's shit sick. fire. Bel Air sick. It's fire. And I'm get they on they on season two now. It's, I don't think season two came out yet. Oh okay. Well, Did it? I don't know. I seen it was like four episodes season two. I don't know. Bel Air sick. Um, yeah, I could have let you use my Disney Plus, dude. I did not go out in the winter. I was just thinking. I was I was saying to myself, I'm probably gonna take December off from dates because I've been going a little crazy this year. And now I'm thinking of it as like it's probably a good time to date as well because all the holiday themed bars. I know we weren't gonna start here, but now I'm thinking about it. like do you participate in holiday themed bars. Yeah, like did you hit any Halloween ones? Not my shit was pop by then. Uh, like, yeah. mid mid October. Like so. you're not gonna go to any Christmas bars. I doubt I'm gonna be in a bar. I mean, I ain't trying to be in a. I'll be in a bar with a boot. I'm not trying to be in a bar with a boot. Really but it wouldn't be. It wouldn't really. Hold really your me. lady back on the, the festivities here. Well, I mean, it's a three month thing. She'd be all right. We got to hold women down for nine months when they got a damn belly shit. I hope that uh, your lady can hold you down for a couple months. Yeah. It's funny you said that. If we had a girl, she'd probably rip rip into you for that. <laughs> we gotta hold them down. Yeah, because you did it to them, dog. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. You just uh, you go to go both ways. I'm a feminist. Hold you down. Um. Oh yeah, so yeah, you can't participate. I was just curious. It's a good time because they have the light shows and the Christmas lights and shit. It's just a good like it's good rom com season. Yeah, yeah. It's funny because some girls not even into that shit. Like, uh, yeah, I mean, everybody different, but yeah, I wouldn't be the one to be like, yeah, let's go to the light show. If they asked, sure, we could go. I'm not. Are you the one that'd be like, yeah, let's go to the light show. Let's go to Longwood Gardens. Let's go look at the houses with the. I like shit like that. Um, I don't tell people I like shit like that, but I do like shit like that. I always wonder what in the dating phase, at what point do you know that the girl's like, Actually being themselves and not trying to do what they think you like to. I feel like when they fart. I no. feel like that breaks a lot. <laughs> I don't know if I've ever like had a girl fart around me. Damn, so I would just, yeah. I feel like that's the ultimate comfortability is them. I don't yeah, think I've ever had a girl fart around me. I don't think I've ever farted around a girl either. <laughs> I'm thinking about like, effort. 100%. <laughs> Damn, nah, I was joking, but I don't know. When you, when I'm, curious, I'm curious. I like, I don't know. I don't know. Nah, I'm, I'm trying to think. I mean, when they just start doing dumb shit, honestly, when they start doing dumb shit, the farting thing, that's part of it. But I wouldn't say that's like the, that's like past comfortable. That's like that's married. Mm, I guess that's moved in. That's, but that's definitely comfortable. So you wouldn't say you've been comfortable with anybody yet? Comfortable. What's I'm not. I'm barely comfortable as it is. <laughs> I'm barely comfortable by myself. What's comfortable? Yeah, I mean that's a good question. I mean that's something we would definitely have to ask a, a, a woman and shit. But yeah, I know. Well, I asked Benjamin to get on here today. I was. I had some marriage questions for him, but he's, he's pretty busy these days. Um, 
as far as me, if I like you, I'm gonna get comfortable quick. So I guess I, I guess I mean, that's what I'm talking about. It's like if, if I sleep around you, I'm comfortable. So I, I get to that extent, but not like I think I've only ate like five people's food. Yeah, that's kind of crazy. That's yeah, that's kind of crazy. I've seen somebody's granddad before. That was crazy. That's pretty comfortable. You mean granddads? I met a few families. I don't even know if that's comfortable anymore because families. Uh, I mean, families. I think maybe that's comfortable for some. You know, I'm comfortable with shit like that. Oh, that's why it's tough because I feel like socially I'm very comfortable in a bunch of different situations. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I don't want to get too off topic. I was just wondering about the Christmas bars. Um, Deion Sanders, man. Deion motherfucking primetime Sanders. Deion Sanders. Uh, Deion Sanders has left Jackson State to go to Colorado, uh, be the head coach. What he had three seasons at Jackson State, three seasons, I think three seasons, five balls, something like that. Yep, just went undefeated this year, playing for the championship next weekend. Uh, a lot of uproar. I've seen both sides a lot of sellout talk, a lot of why you holding them back talk, a lot of crab in the barrel talk, a lot of. You ain't do what you said you was gonna do. Where you stand in this? I think so. Look, this is this is my shit. So this is what I got out of the like few conversations I've had with this. Mm-hmm. Um, pretty much every time you have this conversation, the arguments are different. Like, it, if if I'm talking to you, I'm talking to somebody. Like, you're both arguing different things. Mm-hmm. Like, if I say like he shouldn't have left, I'm not saying he shouldn't have left because like like somebody will say, well. You don't understand the pay cap they have there and the resources and all that. And it's like, yeah, I'm not arguing that. Like, Colorado's a major school. So, yeah, they definitely have more resources. They have more money. You can get a higher salary. Should you take 16 times your salary? Yeah. Yeah. 100% if you want money. Is there more resources to recruit? Yeah. Is it going to make his job a lot easier? Is he going to be able to pull more coaches? I think – I forget who he pulled today, but an NFL coach today for his staff. So, yeah, I mean, good for him. Mm -hmm. Um. Is it fucked up? Yeah, to an extent, it's fucked up. It's fucked up. Because he went back on his work. This this shit, I mean, your boy, I'm saying, we said before you went on air, your boy, Bomani, summed it up perfectly. It's, you come in and you promise something, and then you make it seem like it's bigger than the job. So, like, I put it to the equivalent of, say, like, um, Dion was top-tier analyst, top-tier football player. Let's say I'm a top-tier ad exec. Mm. And I get out of the ad game, and I've got all these credentials, but I don't have any credentials as a marketing director yet. Mm. But I go work for a nonprofit, like Boys and Girls Club. But the whole time I tell everybody, oh, I'm just back, giving, giving back to the community. I'm not worried about the money. I don't worry about anything. I just want to make a big-ass change. Mm. And then as soon as I build a resume there, I leave for a giant corporate job. Mm-hmm. Well, I look like a snake. And why do you think you look like a snake, though? Because... I did. I never said it like as this is a stepping stone. I'm gonna move on. I want to reach higher light. Blah blah. I, I came into it saying I want to build up this community specifically. That's the only reason I'm here. This is my mission. This is why I was sent here because I want to show you that you don't have to go this route. You can come this route and be just as successful. And, and then I leave at the first that? opportunity I get. You don't think he did that? What do you mean? You don't think he elevated where he went? Like. I think he did, yeah, but I think all of that goes right back to where it was. I don't think he changed anything. I think the part where I get like um where I'm on the other side of this is like I'm I'm I was I was a little like eh at first, but now I'm like, nah, I think he did what he was supposed to do because I mean it's not like he was hiding the fact that he he said if I get an opportunity to coach at a higher level, I'm gonna entertain the idea of it. I think he did everything he said he was going to do to Jackson State. They got a number one recruit. They got a TV deal. They upgraded their facilities. He upgraded their facilities. Mind you, he's only getting paid, what was it, 300 k a year? 300 uh, or 500 Yeah, I think it was, no, I think you're 300 because I think it was 150 a year, giving half the salary back to the team. I don't see what else he was supposed to do. Um Put on if you wanted to do this and your big thing was to show you, you can go to HBCUs, you can mm-hmm. go pro, you can do this. It doesn't matter. You don't have to take this route. 
mm-hmm. going to these major schools and them profiting all you or whatnot. Mm-hmm. That's fine. I would just stay a little bit longer. I think last year he had one kid drafted. This year he would have four or five kids drafted. If he would have stayed five, six, seven years, that would have showed a real precedent of you don't have to go to these big schools. Now it just looks like a fluke, like, oh, only Dion could do this. It's, it's one in the drawing. Like, I don't think he really changed the trajectory. I get that argument, but also – And then even showing, like, Travis Hunter going right with him and all his players going right with him. It specifically shows it's not HBCU, it's Dion. And then it looks like only reason there was any attention was Dion. So, like, if he would have just had five, six draft classes there, that would have been sick. And then he leaves after five and six. What's the difference? It, it sets a precedent. You don't think he has? The no. only reason we even talking about it is because he went. The only reason it's such a big deal is because he did this shit. Went there, went undefeated. If they win, uh, what, Saturday, they national champions or some shit like that? I don't see where uh, he went wrong. What, mission, what could he possibly do? If his mission and his, his reason being sent by God and, and all this number one priority list was to change the ideology around you can't accomplish what you want going to uh, HBCU, did that change anybody's perspective? I feel like it changed a bunch of people's perspective and opened up a bunch of people's eyes, not even just in basketball, but in other sports. I mean, football, but in other sports, it was this kids going to the Howards and the other HBCUs to play basketball that are high recruits. I don't, I don't think, yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't like the narrative that he sold a dream. I don't think he sold a dream. He lived what he said he was going to do. He said he was going to take them to win a chip. They won the conference two years in a row. I the whole thing of, like, you don't meet them and then having the first opportunity to join them is weird. Is it not? You don't need them in what sense, though? Like you don't have. I don't have to go there. You don't have to go there and go pro. You don't have to do this. We don't need the major recruits. You can make the same impact here. And then the first school that offers him a job like that, he I mean, runs. The first school, to his credit, like. He had a couple offers. He had Cincinnati, USF, and somebody else. But or not USF, one of them Southern yeah. schools. But uh, yeah, I don't think it was a. I don't think he sold a dream or was saying something inaccurate. He said it mo- more than once that if a big school offered me a job, obviously, if you're a coach in that realm and you want to be a great coach. Nine times out of ten, your goal is to coach at a Power Five school. Now he's in a Power Five conference in the Pac-12. <clears throat> Going to be coaching against some of the best coaches, and he got Lincoln Riley at USC. So we really going to see how good of a coach Dion. I think this more so Dion wanting to show like, all right, y'all think I'm just beating up bum schools with great players? Let me go to a school that just went one and eleven, mind you. He didn't go to a powerhouse. He went to a school that yeah, actually. He went to a school that actually needs him. Hey, if he turned that around, you don't think that's dude? Is it the be- is this the best for Dion? Yes, one hundred percent. Is this the best 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 thing for Dion's career, his coaching career, to prove that he's legit? He's a legit recruiter. He's a legit coach. Yeah, one hundred percent. If he goes there, if he goes there and wins, NFL coaching opportunities are coming a few years down the line, for sure. But is it the best for HBCUs for him to leave now? And if it, it seemed like his priority one was to revamp the idea that HBCUs can be their own kind of power. Which and and I don't know if that was necessarily accomplished. I feel like it was. Um, I feel like everybody that's tuned into the college football world knows about Jackson State. Um, they they get in national televised games now. Why are HBCUs so bad at, at sports? Is that just funding? They don't. I mean, if you look at a HBCU facility compared to a Power Five school facility, it's just yeah. Even it's, it's Colorado is nuts. They got a two hundred twenty some million dollar f- football, just yeah. a football facility. Yeah, yeah. So I mean, HBCUs, no, not going to, but that's not their top priority is sports, and they don't have the big boosters and donors and donating back to pay for. $200 million facilities for sports. Yeah, I was kind of, it's like, realistically, Dion wasn't going to be the answer for, it was always going to be Dion. It wasn't ever going to be credit to that school. It was always going to be Dion. 
Which I don't think nothing's wrong. Cause I, no, think- I don't necessarily think there's anything wrong with that. I guess the, the reality of it is no matter how much success Dion had, unless they get the proper funding or same level funding, they'll never be able to compete with those kind of schools. I mean, if the point is that you can go to those schools and still be pro, yeah, I mean, you for sure can. But is it a lot harder? Do you have to be fucking light years better? Yeah, same time. And I feel like even with the team he had, they proved that. They went undefeated. They beat everybody they were supposed to beat. It's it's. I feel like Dion did his job, man, and set it up. I think he threw the. I don't think he threw the oop over the backboard. I think he threw the oop, and it's just on somebody else to catch that shit. And hopefully somebody do, because I'm not. I'm not mad at none of the moves he made. To I don't even if it was a stepping stone to get to where you at. You elevated that whole program, that area, took care of those kids, and even watching the exit interviews, they look at them like, yeah. I've, we thankful for everything you did here. Like you told us what you was gonna do. You made us disciplined, treated us like men, and got the job done. Yeah, I'm not shitting on Dion. I think what he did was dope. I am. What do you think about his press conference in Colorado? Though? Loved it. Did you? You liked it? it. Yeah. Especially after I found out there was one in eleven. Yeah, basically, how you guys get the fuck out of here? Yeah, shape up or get the fuck out. Yeah, y'all suck. Yeah, and if you're scared of competition, this ain't the place you wanna be. I I go ahead. I've been asking all my football friends because you you know I'm not as uh I'm not as fo- football savvy as as a nice guy. I, I'm curious to how his son does. His son was a four star recruit, so yeah, is his son I mean, the real deal? Yeah, that's that's part of the reason they dominated in uh the conference they was in, just like Travis Hunter. They better than the competition they playing against, sad to say, but they better than them, and it shows when you out on the field and it's gonna I can't wait for next year because we really gonna see how good his son is and how good Travis Hunter is, number one recruit. Hopefully he go. I want him to go. Uh who knows if he'll stay or not. Who knows if he'll go to Alabama or Florida State? Florida State where he's supposed to go. So all right, so let me let me ask you this before we move on. I, I hate to always do the uh tell me the black people perspective shit. <laughs> but why do you, why do you think he's getting the backlash he's getting? Uh because people see it as I don't know. I don't know. I can't really speak for them because I don't have that opinion. But from what I've read, it's more so like, like, how can I put this? I mean, basically what you said earlier, like you saying you're doing something for the community and then you get an opportunity to leave and you leave. It's just like he just moved out the hood. He got his doctor's degree. Now he's a doctor. He moves out the hood. He doesn't stay and help or blah, blah, blah. That's basically what I see, but you can't really fault him for that because it if, does it does look like he used it as a stepping stone. But if he helped while he was there, can you necessarily be mad at? That's my whole point. Is he did everything he said he was going to do? He elevated the his situation. It looked like a totally different place from when he got there to when it to where it's at now. And you get to go to a big institution like Colorado. And if you get to bring more black kids with you, what what are we arguing about? He about to have these black kids in two hundred million dollar facilities. Yeah, and you can't argue the resource thing. The HBCUs just don't have resources; they they can't compete on that. There's nothing. You can be as great as a coach and great as recruiter as you want, and I'm sure he would have kept pulling five stars and whatnot. But they just don't. They don't have resources. They don't have it. I mean, even the video of him walking around the Colorado facility, they they laughing about. Damn, you see this weight room? We had two racks at the like. What? And you telling the Colorado kids, y'all not even thankful for what y'all got. Y'all not and, even y'all went one and eleven. And to an extent, like Dion's rich, so people like shun the money a little bit. But like, yeah, that's three years at one fifty. You're giving halfway half your salary away at three hundred. Dion Sanders, I'm pretty sure you can make that in one endorsement. Yeah, yeah, one hundred percent. Before we pivot, what did you feel about Shannon Sharp's comments? Uh, what do you say? Where he said, uh, pretty much he was backing his boy Dion up, but he said the only reason he went to HBCU was he didn't have the grades, and if he did have the grades, he wouldn't have went. What's wrong with that? I hate when people get mad at people because I can see people getting mad at that. Yeah, people were pissed about that. Yeah, I hate when people get mad at people for being honest. This is like the weird shit, like, oh, be fake, be real, be fake. Do y'all want Shannon to lie and say, oh, I picked it out of the bottom of my heart? Nah, he went there because he ain't had a grades. Well, I guess the, the backlash would be, well, you didn't have the grades, but you went to HBCU. Um, maybe you had a good time there or whatnot, but you went pro anyway. 
and you had a great NFL career. So you should be the success story of yeah, you don't have to. You could still take this this path less chosen and have a great success story from. And yeah, you're coming out and saying, yo, fuck that. I, I I wish I had the grade so I didn't have to go. It's kind of like a slap in the face. I don't think so. I feel like that's just honesty. Like that's like saying I went to I went to community college, but I wish I went to UD. But I graduated with the same degree. Like, no, bro. Like, I just wish I went. I'm thankful that I got my way to the NFL, but I had to go there because I had grades. Does it come across as ungrateful to the school he went to? How could it be ungrateful when you produced, when you went there? Yeah, fair enough. Yeah. I don't know. That's just people trying to be mad. I think, yes, yeah, yeah. Social media is a motherfucking man. This shit is crazy. Be mad about something else every other day. Uh, there's no end to it, man. And it's it, it's tough to get a grasp of what's real and what's not, and like what the general opinion is. And, and who knows? I mean, it's tough. And that's the other thing. I don't even think half the people that's talking about it, including us, are even as invested in really dissecting. Was it a good move for Dion? Yes. Yep. Did Jackson State win? Yes. Did they lose something big? Yes. But did they have – did he bring y'all any joy? Did he bring y'all a great experience? Yes. Hopefully somebody continues that. Yeah. I mean, you could be sour about it, but would you rather have the three years without Dion than, than – uh, And being the same – Three years at all? Yeah. Three years ago. Yeah. No, I agree. Fair enough. Shout out to Dion, man. He's doing his thing. Shout out to Dion. Uh, where do you want to go next? Uh, we can keep it. Want to keep it sports? Let's go sports, man. Let's keep it sports. Uh, Kyrie no longer with Nike. I saw that. The, the, the um, shit going around with the half-off shoes, is that real? I didn't even check on it. It's very real. I was like, oh, shit. Yeah. I was like, I need to hurry up and grab my godson some shoes. Then. Kyrie's is $60. <laughs> yeah. I was like, damn, he really out. I mean, uh, on, a, on the sneakers topic – we seen Kobe go through this with Adidas. Uh, do you think somebody else would pick Kyrie up? Yeah. Same. Yeah. Same. Because he was, I think, number three on the Nikes selling list. I like Kyrie. Kyrie has a good shoe. Kyrie's got a good shoe. He always had a good shoe. Mm-hmm. And uh, we, we talked about this a few years ago, but I like that the Kyrie's and the Paul George's and shit, but a lot of those pivot to team shoes. Mm-hmm. It didn't used to be like that when we were in high school. It was the signature shoe, and then there was the team shoes. Right. So the fact that they have the team shoes that are signature shoes is really cool. And yeah. it makes them a little more affordable for the kids and shit. So I, I always like that. I think Tyree's got a slick-looking shoe for the most part. Um, to me, the funniest part about it is y'all can sell Kyrie's at $60 this whole time, but y'all selling them for $120? Yeah. That's yeah. the funny shit to me. That's the shit. If I'm Kyrie, I'm pointing that out. See, this is the price point I wanted them at, but y'all see what Nike doing with this. Why are they cutting docks? This is what I don't understand. I have no idea. Because it's like y'all shoes are made in China. I told you, uh, I just told you, and you said you're going to watch, but that the Breakfast Club had the director of the ADL, uh, Jewish Def- Anti-Defamation League, this morning. And he was kind of being an advocate of, we don't cancel, we try to counsel, always open. He said him and Charlemagne talk off air a lot. Mm-hmm. He said he was advocating that Kyrie should be able to play. And he said, Kyrie, he said no, no thought in his mind that Kyrie's uh, anti-Semitic, anything like that. He said he was just ignorant to the facts of what the video was or ignorant to some of the shit he was saying. And the, the only foul part on his part was he showed no interest in to gather knowledge off it or, or care about it when people were offended. And that um, goes right back to the Dion talk with these people don't even give a fuck. It's just fake outrage. Fake yeah. outrage and it causes companies to crumble with or sever ties with people that they make money with. Same with Kanye. No, nobody talked to we're not talking about Kanye right now. It's it's funny because I asked the guy I was talking, he goes, Yeah, my son has Kyrie's jersey. He's like, My other son has his shoes. So, like, yeah, Kyrie's an icon. He said, I'm not into canceling. All the people that was so mad and outraged, none of them was Jewish. And he did say, he basically said, and you got to watch the video, but I, I did like what he said. And uh, he said, And we're, we're fucking pissed at Amazon. He said Amazon's breaking the law because they're streaming that video in Germany. And I don't know if you know, but in Germany, the anti-Holocaust or the Holocaust denying is illegal. Mm. 
So the video where it said the white American Jew or the white Jew made up the Holocaust, that's technically illegal in Germany, and they're streaming it. So he said, we're fighting with the German, uh, Amazon right now. But uh, my point from the jump, y'all mad at Kyrie. Be mad at the person that made the video. Yeah, yeah. I mean, Kyrie was a little bit of an asshole about it, but it, Nike overreacted, in my opinion. They overreacted. The Nets overreacted. Everybody overreacted in that situation. I came on the heels of the Kanye West shit. The Kanye, the, the, the Kanye's a fucking jackass. So like, it's. <laughs> I feel like Kanye or Kyrie's more of a a conspiracy theorist. I wouldn't necessarily say like he's. This is why you gotta watch the interview though, because this I like when people break down like just the facts around shit. And it's like, dude, when people say shit like Jewish people run Hollywood and they do this, 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 you guys don't realize there's like a few shootings a year because crazy people go in and think they have this ultimate power that's not real. Like you started listing off shootings in synagogues and, and, and whatnot. But mm. yeah, I think Nike overreacted with this one a little bit. Yeah. Um, sticking on the Jewish topic, uh, let me see if I can find it. Did you see the Joe Biden statement about Hitler? Uh, was that real? I, I don't know what you're talking about, so I assume not. Uh, so apparently it was from the official POTUS Instagram or Twitter. And it says, I just want to make a few things clear. The Holocaust happened. Hitler was a demonic figure. And instead of giving it a platform, our political leaders should be calling out and rejecting anti-Semitism wherever it hides. Silence is complicity. Do you think that's necessary from the president after all this shit happens yes <laughs> okay yes okay. i do know what you're talking about now and yes um just because i was listening to that interview today and they're saying you but i think it was jewish 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 population makes up 60 percent of um hate crimes religious hate crimes and they're two percent of the religious population mm. and it's up 34 percent this year so yeah nip it in the bud so I wonder what the hate crimes is then. That's what that's what you're breaking down. People going to synagogue, shooting people, shit like that. Going in the kosher supermarket, shooting people. And, and Charlamagne had an interesting thing too. And I, I, this is just the shit I get off Twitter and whatnot is too. And I see a lot of black people going like, um, and where was where was I going with that? Because what the fuck were they specifically saying? Because some. So what was it Charlemagne said that you was about to say? Charlemagne. Damn, I completely lost my train of thought. Huh. You should watch the interview, though. I, I told you. It's on the watch later list, for sure. You should watch the interview. But no, there's a lot of shit. And it was pretty much like, I saw on Twitter a few people were like, well, you, you guys tell us to get over slavery. Why can't they get over the Holocaust? Mm -hmm. And my shit to that is always like, Saying get over slavery is fucking stupid as shit to me. Yeah, but I think it's but just because like, like just because people are stupid to you doesn't mean you have to be stupid to them. Mm -hmm. that, that's my whole shit. And I like I know that comes off as like your black people always have to take the higher road or whatnot, but I just like that shit just seems fucking stupid to me. It's definitely stupid, but it's also to in my eyes valid because it's like y'all not y'all, but y'all uh just wash away slavery. Like, it's washed away. It's. But what it's, have Jewish. Just over 100 years ago, huh? But what have Jewish people done to black Americans? I don't. I'm not. I'm, I'm not even mad at the Jewish people for. That's what I'm saying. It seems misdirection. I, I think it's more so like slavery actually happened on the ground we walked. Like, it was here. We took the. Uh, Jewish people in from Germany. Come on over. Rock out. Y'all yeah. got rights way before black people did too. So I don't think it's black people necessarily mad that Jewish people's problems are elevated, but it's also like, damn, y'all had y'all freedom here before us. Well, came, well for, uh, first of all, I think Jewish people came over when everybody came over. They've been around yeah, forever. They've had their freedom before black but, people that were here before them. Here. But can two things be true? Huh? And two things be true? And what's the thing about the Jews that's true? Do people minimize slavery and the long-lasting effects they've had on it? Yeah, 100%. And, mm -hmm. I mean, that's why they still are debating on rep rep reparations. 
is Hitler a piece of shit and the Holocaust disgusting? And should we avoid building that momentum? Yeah, many people have said that's not like. But that's what I'm seeing on Twitter and shit. People debating the Kanye shit and the rhetoric behind it and going, well, this, this, this. And that was another thing. Like, you know, like well, we're the true I'm just like, that's what, I, this is the confusing part about it is like, how do you know what the general public is if this is the only thing you're fed? When you search a certain word and 75% of the tweets say, maybe it's just because they get the most reactions. It's only a few things. But I don't, I don't, I don't understand the whole rhetoric of, well, this happened. So why should we care about you guys? I like, they're both true. Yes, I think it's, but like I said, I think it's more so the fact that, well, damn, can we address the problem that happened here? Can we address the bullshit that happened here in our country? Just like just like people say we sending Ukraine money. Can we address the shit that's going on here first? Okay, this is the interesting shit Charlemagne was saying to me. And he was saying, I think it's a I think people get a little upset about it is because people say Jewish people have power, blah, 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 because people can cancel Molly when they do this. But when mm-hmm. black people get killed by police, we can't even get them fired. So it's, it's kind of looking at it and going like, we see the power that you guys have. And Charlemagne said specifically that I hope to have that power as a community. But like, mm-hmm. yeah, that's 100% fact. And that's good that they have that power. But if that's not necessarily something to be slighted towards them. Like they handle their business how they should. I don't think it's necessarily us slighting it, though. I think it's just like thrown in black people's faces when we see it. When it's like, oh, my gosh, y'all going this crazy over this shit? I mean, it's more so that it's just like yeah, it's, it's black trauma minimized in America, one hundred percent. It's like it's, we don't even like I, I want to say we don't have to talk about. It. I guess we do, but like, yeah, is slavery minimized one hundred percent? Is civil rights movement minimized one hundred percent? Is it like is it close is to a minimized? No, it's it's no. Is the Holocaust minimized? No, because no. it's so recent and it's not what us directly. Mean? I think it's. Well, I think it's, after the, uh, well, I think what, this is why I think the Holocaust is minimized, though, because it was 60 years ago and we fought against them as a whole. Okay, and it was half of America, like, when you think 60 now, years ago was segregation, was this, 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 half of America was on the other side of segregation, bro. We were like, still being bit by dogs. Well, that's what I'm saying, though. It's not. It's not a unified front from America. For sitting at a damn a diner table, like in it was here, like here, like we could walk on these same streets. I agree with that. I'm saying also over there they denazified their country. Yeah. This this shit ain't de confederized. We don't have that shit. I mean, and that's the main argument. You're allowed to speak that language. You're still allowed to speak those thoughts and. Do whatever it is that you're doing. Fly your flags freely. All well, that I, sh- I think there's still a, and that's, I think. Imagine if Nazis was a, a, a real thing still in Germany, like the Klan is over here, and nothing happens. You well, could imagine if the Nazis went to the Capitol and protested. All right, let me think. Germany, but the Klan can protest at our. That shit crazy. Yeah, so I'm thinking because the Nazis were defeated. And they got wiped out instantly. Like, I guess it's more of like... We know they wasn't all the way wiped out. Yeah, there's no... But there's no allusion to what actually happened. So is there an allusion to what happened here? Yes. And what's that? I think half the country probably thinks, still to this extent, to this day, that we would be better off segregated. That people like... The majority of the country? I said a a good portion of it. Okay, so what would you say percentage-wise? What percentage would be happier with just their race and ethnicity around in America today? I'd say probably 30. And that's a huge portion. 30 is a big portion. No, nah, that's big shit. That's what I'm saying. And I, I, I could, uh, and that, I mean, that's not why I'm saying 30% outright hate black people, hate Asians, anything. But I'm saying you ask 30%, would they be more comfortable if they just saw people that look like them every day? I would say, yeah. That, that that's probably a reasonable yeah, number. It might be 30% of the country that see that already. Yeah. And they're probably comfortable with it. And those are the if the funnier part about that is the majority of people that do only see that are the ones that usually are racist. Yeah, but I don't even understand how we got here. I, I don't know how we got here, but I'm saying I guess people are completely against the Nazi shit and the Holocaust and whatnot. 
I still think a good portion of the country doesn't look like, doesn't necessarily think the civil rights movement and all the different shit was good. I think there's a good portion of racists and whatnot that think those were the good old days. Those were the make America great again days. You think, you think Germany has those same people? No, they don't because they made it illegal. That's the whole point. Why not? Why is it okay here? Because we're still racist. Why? I don't know. I have no idea. And that's that's the issue that people have when something comes. Oh, Kyrie gets dropped for what? I don't know because in Germany, like there in Germany, you could not have a a swastika flag in your front yard and say, "I just really like the time period." Why? Why will we go against? Why will we fight against somebody else in a war? A civil war, a war amongst our ourselves, and still allow the losing team to rep they set. And it's honestly kind of weird too, because I, I would assume that the Holocaust, the swastika sign was probably around longer than the Confederate flag. The Confederate flag was only like four or five years long. I have no idea, but I, I the hypocrisy of it is is kind of crazy to me. That, like I said, slavery happened here. I think America is so deeply rooted in racism. I don't know if we'll ever get to a point of not being racist. And honestly, we probably won't. Uh, I guess like when people get mixed out, but he like I don't necessarily know. Like I yeah, I don't see it honestly. No, nah, I mean I don't think majority of us see it. Um, it was funny we was talking about the uh, reparations in California the other day. Let it go. I was thinking about reparations. We'll deal with all the racism. What's that paper? I was thinking about reparations a week or two ago, and I was like, yeah, I'm all for it. They should be a reparation. Because if you think about the domino effect of what, not only slavery, but like just how recently it was like openly racist out, and like how like generational wealth and the, the less opportunities there was to be built, and like at such a backtrack. And then you think about like, Specific laws, like hey, even if we think about the crack epidemic and shit like that, to where like you create that domino effect of people not having dads or like what's it called? We strike rules, redlining. Yeah, it's I'm very kidding. like um, I think it's very ignorant, or I guess like I guess if you're progressive and you're like you're not, because I know there's a lot of people that aren't racist and don't think like that, but like don't aren't necessarily for reparations. I think it's foolishly optimistic, or it's just ignorant at the point of thinking that black people as a culture or whole should be on an equal level or playing field as a, a society that hasn't been oppressed at all. That's 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 literally the, the, the reason for reparations is because we were oppressed. Why are people so against reparations? Because they feel like they're paying for it when we could send billions to Ukraine and it's well, okay. I don't, I don't even necessarily think, yeah, I, I, I would assume that's a big part of it. What I want to say is a lot of people feel like it's unfair. To who? Uh, white people. All right, let's give them black skin and see how shit. Well, that's how what I'm saying, play. though. I think a lot of people say it's it's it would be unfair for you to get 250000 and I don't get anything. Why? I don't, that's what, but because people don't necessarily, like, this is what I'm trying, I don't think, I can't really ask you the question because you just said you're for it, but I would be curious to hear why, if, and honestly, I don't, I don't know the terms that I've seen, he said, as long as you are a descendant of us, of a slave, we do know there were some white slaves, can they prove that they ancestors were slaves, who knows, will they get money, who knows, if they can, that's the even playing field we asking for right there. You it's that weird, why is it just even? Why is it just descendants of slaves? I mean, who else would it be? I don't. Know. It could have just. It could just be everybody. Then what's the point of that? I'm not. I'm not saying everybody's like every every black person. Oh well, I think I mean, it's we just went through out after slavery. Even if like you weren't a slave, you still go through redlining. You still go through segregation. You still go through uh, prejudice laws. You still go through all this different points. So even if you want to say like right now we're at an even playing field, let's let's say optimistically you want to say right now we're at an even playing field. Everybody's treated the same. Years and years and years and years and years of that has still not afforded majority of generations of families to create some kind of consistency. 
Yeah. Um. Yeah, I can't. I don't. I don't really know how to attack the even playing field topic, but I feel like. What do you think about what do you? All right, let's ask. How many people do you think feel like it's an even even playing field? Like. All right, let me ask you this: How many black people do you think it think it's an even playing field right now? If you were to get a percentage, because there is, there maybe, are black people that think it's maybe, even playing field. Maybe, maybe. It de- see this is the funny shit. It depends on what we talking about, but I'm a, for the sake of argument, I'm gonna say twenty percent. Okay, maybe twenty, and I would say they are people that may have grown up in a environment where they were uh, they have generational wealth already. Like their family figured it out, maybe in the fifties, sixties, forties, whatever, and nobody over that time period screwed it up. Because it's definitely cases where Families had set shit up in in any cultures. Somebody along the line screws that shit up. I'm pretty sure it's people that were slave owners had hundreds of thousands in land and whatever. And some dumbass great 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 grandson came through, screwed that shit up. Um, I had something I was gonna say. I would say on the flip side of that, why you gather your thoughts? Mm-hmm. I think out of all white people that think it's an even playing field, I'd say it's at least eighty percent. Nah, yeah, that's what I was saying. Like, I, it's not even close on that side because I don't. I, don't, I, I think because they see that it's an interesting where, where it's it's to me it's kind of amazing how we have made it look like it's an even playing field. Yeah, that's fair. That's the impressive thing about black people, in my eyes, is we we've tricked people into believing like to think. Oh, it's even out here. Like, oh, they live in the same building as me. Oh, they could drive the same car as me. They could wear better clothes than me or whatever it is. And but I, I know for a fact that if we got hit with 250, not all white people, but white people are going to look at us a little different. Like, yeah. oh, oh, okay. Like, it ain't no, why are they in here or this, this, and this or disrespect when we're trying to buy a house or a car. It ain't no, Oh, can you afford this car? No, you know I can afford this shit. It ain't none of that no more because I I, I don't know. It's expound. I think they would find different ways to look down outside of financial. And guess who wouldn't give a fuck? I don't know. I don't know if that's the case though. I'm saying, but guess who wouldn't care? Y'all, yo, y'all, y'all. Still I don't know if that's the case or not. We could, like, take, like, we could take this two fifty somewhere else. Sad to say it, but you know. A lot of that shit gonna get spent, and if y'all still not respecting it, we could go spend this shit somewhere else. And that's 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 how I move to this day. If I feel I've been in plenty of restaurants, I ain't like the vibe from the waiter, the person who sat us, whatever it is. If I'm waiting five minutes and nobody comes to the table, we out. Ain't ain't no respect. If I walk into a store and I get the ugh, the the weird look for being in there, oh, I can walk out. And I don't got no problem doing that. You bring that. an interesting concept up of saying, yo, it's going to get spent. And they know that. That's the that's the funny part is like they know that we are the I biggest. Know, that's why I'm curious. So like what like what if it was a, a like a mortgage stipend? Oh, give us what we owe. Whether if 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 I don't think the mortgage thing going to work out the way people think it would. I feel like it'll be more backdoor, crazy interest, stupid down payments. Oh, well, you have. That's fair enough. And I feel like it'll be a situation where it's though like, oh, houses in Houston are this much money and just all black people migrate to one area and something stupid happens. I don't know. I could just see some dumb shit happening like that. Let people spend their shit how they want to spend it or save it how they want to save it. Or invest it how they want to invest it. I don't think it should be one certain thing, whether it's a a scholarship to go to school, a stipend for a house, uh, land, whatever it is. I think it should be given to us in a way where we can control what we're doing with that. The interesting thing is, I, I don't know, we got on this topic, and I don't know how we got on it for so mm-hmm. long. But the interesting thing to me is when I make these debates on disadvantages and whatnot, I can find universal agreements to disadvantages that growing up in the inner city or, or poverty areas or projects or whatnot. 
Mm -hmm. So yeah, that's 100% a disadvantage doing so. But nobody will make the correlation of why those mm -hmm. populations are overwhelmingly minorities. I feel like black people will make that correlation. I know, but I'm saying when I'm arguing with white people, it's it's okay. not it's not it's yeah, that's a disadvantage. Yeah, for sure, if you're surrounded by crime, poverty, drug infested areas, yeah, that's a good fucking luck at being somewhat successful in life. Mm. But nobody thinks back to the 20, 30, 40, 50, two, three generations of what happened to make these inner cities the overwhelming minor minority and how that affects generation after generation. Yeah. Um, so I always get confused on the, the even playing field concept and argument. I mean, um, you can even talk drugs and say, well, these neighborhoods were infested with drugs. And then you'll hear the argument, well, they sold it to their own people. We ain't bring this shit in. Poverty, high poverty areas are more more likely to be subject to drugs and, and crime and violence, and whether it's inner city or trailer park. Exactly. That's what I was about to say. Whether it's white or black, it's going to, if it's poor people around each other, one times out of 10, it's going to be problems. Sad um, to say. I don't, to be honest, um, just like I say about like gang violence, I have no idea what the fuck the what the way to fix racism in America would be. I feel like racism is a dub, honestly. Uh, I feel like we let it go on too long. Nope. If America was strict, like strict after slavery, I feel like who knows what this country would have accomplished um, or what it would even look like. It would be a totally different country if we had been as strict as, say, a Germany was after the Holocaust. Uh, yeah, I couldn't imagine what the fuck it would have looked like if it was just a, a real, a real melting pot, a real place of equal opportunity, a real place of nobody looking down on somebody for the simply because of the color of their skin. Could have been bliss. Yeah, I don't know, man. Um, I'm all for reparations. Uh, I, yeah, I got nothing. I honestly don't know. But I guess the sort of full circle of this moment, though, mm -hmm. is I 100% don't downplay um, racism in America. But mm -hmm. acknowledging that doesn't – I guess this is outside looking in. I'm not going to downplay the Holocaust or Asian hate or whatever the fuck's going on. All of it's fucked up. I can speak for myself. I've never heard a black person besides maybe like the uh, dudes on the street and shit, but who knows what their home life is like. But I've never heard like a, a black person just randomly come out and be like, yeah, man, our, our shit was way worse than Jews. Our shit was way worse than the Holocaust. Like, Yeah, I've never heard that. The comparison that yeah, we never heard that comparison. Like, we don't even make that comparison though. So to see it like in the on Twitter where it's like, oh, they, we care about this, but not this. It's like, y'all know we don't even have that talk in our house like that, but whatever. I didn't, there wasn't really a correlation between the two until a couple weeks ago. Yeah, only because we've seen how people understood the Kanye shit, but the the extent they took Kyrie to, it was just like, come on, y'all. Like, what are we, what are we doing? Kyrie had bad timing with it. Kanye. Tony's a fucking asshole. When I see he just had an interview with the Proud Boys founder, he's a weird dude. Um, all right, to get off that rant, T.I. came out this week on an interview and said that, what was it, Tramel? His cousin? But Maybe. he basically said that gun charge he was fighting, that he, he put majority of the guns, if not all the guns, on his cousin. And that's how he kind of beat it, because his cousin died in the shootout. Mm. Um, and the internet had like this big backlash about it and i just want to say like everybody's too fucking thorough and real for me i'll give you that yeah i don't i don't believe it um i don't believe half the shit that they saying nine times i ain't gonna say nine times probably seven times out of ten that's how that shit goes we've had this chat before about different, different stuff yeah um, 100 if me and you are riding around with two illegal guns and i die on a fluke and the cops come Say they were both my guns. Matter of fact, any crime that's not rape, yeah. that's not rape, uh, pedophile shit, anything like that that you might get in trouble for and I happen to die, feel free. It was me. 
That's 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 normally the Why wouldn't you? that's you normally mean, the sentiment right? in that situation is if something happened, it's the same thing. If something happened to me and we out, yo, just yeah, that, that was as long as it's not like scumbag shit that's gonna yeah. ruin my reputation. Yeah, put it on me, dog. And and if you feel guilty about it, go tell my mom it's not the truth. But put legally put it on me. Right. Why wouldn't you? Yeah, the backlash of that shit is kind of mind blowing because probably ninety nine times out of ten out of a hundred, the people talking about it ain't in that ain't ever gonna be in that situation, uh -huh. so they don't know what they would do. Uh, and the other part of it, they would do the same exact shit. Just logically, it doesn't like him. I saw the internet's going, "Oh, Ti's a snitch. Oh, Dirk did that to Vaughn too." Why, you know, Dirk and Vaughn are fighting homicides together, and Vaughn dies. And you could say, yo, wasn't me. My lawyer goes, yeah, Vaughn, Vaughn did it. Do it. Do it. Who's losing in that situation? Who's losing in that, dog? Who is Who's losing, losing in that, that situation? They What they saw, two or three murders after Vaughn died? Yeah, he was done. People came out and just told his war stories. What he's, kind of selfish person do you have to be to say, oh, don't pin that on me when I die? Please, all my friends, pin all your crimes on me. Any crime you can. It's like the confusion in somebody's mind to be like, damn, I can't do my my bro like that. Or I, can, I could see somebody I'll just. Fuck that, dog. No, nah, I'm saying I could see it from that side as well. Like, just the guilt of knowing, like, damn, that wasn't even him. But in the, in the shame that they family feels for that situation. But other than that, it would be no reason not to do that shit. The reason that Denzel Washington movie is find the plane. Yeah. And that they find that one little mini bottle of alcohol, and he's, he saves the plane, he lands it perfect, and that mm -hmm. one lady dies, and he just won't put it on the lady. Mm -hmm. Because it, put it on the fucking lady, dog. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's yeah, a yeah. stewardess. Yeah, yeah. You can drink yeah. a fucking airplane shot. Yeah. What the fuck? Put it on the lady, dog. Yeah. What are you, crazy? Wow. Put it on the fucking lady, dog. It makes yeah. no sense. Put it on the lady. Any crime that's not rape or fucking pedophile shit. Put it on me if we're in that situation. Right. 100%. Put it on me. Scamming, shooting, anything. I don't yeah. give a fuck. Put it on <laughs> yeah. me, dog. Yeah. I don't give a fuck, dog. Put you it on me. That just got to be too thorough for themselves. Man. Save yourself. What yeah. kind of shit, friend? This is the weird shit that, like, people don't process is. Like, especially in that lifestyle. It's supposed to be loyalty, 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 blah, blah, blah. Mm -hmm. I'm expected to take a bullet for you. When we're out and about, but when I die, I can't take a charge for you. Yeah, so I can literally die for you, and that's socially accepted by the streets. Mm. But I can't take a, a fall that's not gonna happen for you. What but the that's the funny thing is, I haven't seen any quote unquote street dudes saying anything about TI in that situation. I mean, if you've seen it, you could tell me, but I haven't seen nobody come out like, oh, that's some snitch ass shit. Like, I haven't seen nobody really like. Not the TI. I've heard the debate in real life, but uh, like not the TI shit specifically. But every you know, put it on the motherfucker that's dead. Right. For sure. Put right. it on. Right. I'm not looking at you no crazy. I don't think you're a snitch. What you? I mean, all right, Peter, whoever. But what are you snitching on? I don't. I I don't get it. That shit's stupid to me. Yeah. Yeah. That's um. That bullshit right there. All right, next. Uh, what you got? Are right, you want me to run through my shit real quick? We can do hot takes for the last like twenty. Yeah. Um, armed guards at the Philadelphia gas station. There's some gas stations out here that are hiring people. They, they stroll around with like AR-15s and whatnot because there there happen to be a bunch of robberies. Uh, would you feel comfortable pulling into a gas station with three armed guards? I feel like if I gotta go to a gas station where somebody got an AR, I could go to another fucking gas station. Like it's it's that hot out here. Like where where the fuck is we at? And that go to show like how bad the city has gotten. Philly, we talking about to Philly's the point guard. So I don't know who the fuck is in charge out there, but I is as a gas station owner, I shouldn't have to hire somebody with a fucking AR that we trying to get banned at the same time to fucking walk around my gas station and also expect them to risk their life. For my customers, that ain't fair to my customers or the man I just hired. He supposed to die behind this shit. Come on, bro. What yeah. are we doing? Yeah. Uh, 
I don't get gas in the city, not because I'm scared to get robbed, just because it's so fucking high anyway. Uh, so I try not to. But yeah, if I pull into a gas station, there's three guys with masks and AR-15s. I'm, I'm going. I'm cool. I don't even like pulling a gas station when the kids are asking for dollars. So like, I'm, I'm definitely not pulling them with armed guards. Um, what's proper f- funeral attire? That's a good question. It's different. Uh, I always. I would say if you dress up better to go to the damn club than the funeral, something wrong. Yeah. This, this is my thing here. I've been to funerals that are full suits, definitely collared shirts at minimum, and then I've been to funerals that are like airbrushed t-shirts and whatnot. Mm-hmm. Um, when I die, wear whatever you think looks cool. Not comfortable. Don't come in tracks. But like yeah, if you think yeah, you're yeah. fucking new hoodie and distressed jeans and forces or swag, where yeah. have right. a blast. Right. I, I would rather it be dark though. Yeah, I was always just a any funeral I attended, I tried to always keep it dark, uh, but clean. I may have only dressed up for maybe two funerals. I always get dressed up, and I think that might be a cultural thing. Um, or maybe that's probably an age thing now that I think about it. Really dressed up, but I'll try to throw on the collar at least a at least a polo, but if I ain't dressed up, it's I'm gonna look presentable like i'm not gonna look out of place where i'm at but yeah i don't think there's any strict attire but yeah when i die please don't come to my funeral in balling shorts even though i'm not getting married in a suit either yeah i don't think i want to be either marry me in a fit you might have to take out the fit if i die before you do that's fucked up then you and brio have to put like your brains together and see what i would like the most i would throw the fuck up it would have to be a good it would have to be a fit and i would i want to fit it too i don't want to just say yeah, you're gonna have to give us your hat size before you know, <laughs> like, um, I can't. Yeah, oh, man, bodies don't get along. Yeah, it's gonna be a you don't have to dress me, motherfucker. You gotta yeah, make man, if it's oh, like, what's his oh. hat size? You like, I don't know. You get you get every every Houston actually. Um, how long do you have to date somebody until you get them a Christmas gift? Uh, if you dating during Christmas, you gotta get them a gift, regardless. So two dates, you get a gift. If y'all, all right, are y'all dating or y'all a couple? Dating. Uh, if you did six dates, you get a gift. You got to. Yeah, I think like yeah. If, if that's the only person you're dealing with, I feel like, or you showing interest in, yeah. If you're not, if you just dating a date, then no, but. If you're showing interest and there's somebody you feel like you want to deal with, I would say off rip if, if y'all dating and that's the only person you fucking with at that time, let's give them up, man. What you um, think? Yeah, I agree. Um, no, I don't. <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't. Anthony Davis, MVP? He's playing like it. I was kind of salty watching the game last night. Uh, he went out with the flu and shit, but the game before – I cut that shit off at halftime. Motherfucker had like twenty some and like thirteen. I ain't, I ain't see that fifty piece coming, but he did that shit. He looking like the MVP if he keep playing like this and don't get hurt. Okay, Roddy Rebel, did you catch this debacle? I did. It was weird to me. So Roddy Rebel, what? Wait, what? I'll run through it and you tell me what was weird. Roddy Rebel was on Matt Pop's podcast and he said. Yeah, they didn't have to kill King Bond. Like, his mans could have just pulled the gun and backed everybody up. Like, you didn't have to shoot them. And then NBA Youngboy came out. I was like, yeah, what the fuck? And then Bobby Smurdy came out pretty much like, yeah, don't speak on people's shit. Mm-hmm. Uh, what was weird about that to you? Uh, the part when Bobby went up to try to clear it up. Rowdy says, I said what I said. Then he has to clear up, I'm not beefing with Bobby. Bobby got me out of fucking jail. Yeah. It is like a bunch of shit that didn't have to be explained because we not questioning the integrity of Bobby and Rowdy. Yeah. I think it's just whack that they address that shit. But also at the same time, if that's how Rowdy Rebel feel, his what he said wasn't wrong, but I feel like... 100% was. I feel like, yeah, I don't think he said what was wrong because it's definitely people that move like that. But also on the other side, if you NBA young boy camp or whatever and the other guys and you feel like King Von and them is really a threat, you're not going to try to back nobody down. You're just going to shoot and ask questions later. I'm not a street fella. I'm street-oriented enough to know you don't pistol pump faith. 
So if you feel like you got to pull a pistol in, in the first place, if, if he even pulls a little bit and your man sees him pull the pistol, then he's liable to get shot in the face. That's what I'm saying. I don't think what Rowdy said was wrong. But at the same time, it was other people in King Von camp that did have guns that did get killed. And, by the and they ended up getting in the shootout yeah. with the so yeah, that, that was in that situation. So if he did just pull out a gun, he probably would have got shot. But I mean, at that level, you're not even they wasn't even yeah, that situation is still stupid to this day. It wasn't even straight. Um and Bobby Smurder getting all upset at NBA Young Boss. I know shoot people on camera and all that. I was like, wow, man, well, some people don't give a fuck about jail. Yeah, I mean, and that's the other side of it. Like, you got to deal with those type of people. Like, you yeah, can tell Bobby might be a little thrown sometimes. So. Yeah, some people don't give a fuck about jail. It's yeah. funny. We have a, a New York friend, and when they first came out, I asked him. I said, yeah, buddy, what, what's this whole? So, so he's another brother. They're legit. Yeah. They're, they're scary. Yeah. Legit. <laughs> they're legit. So, yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, that's that's pretty much my, my hot takes. We, we can move on to anything you got to wrap it. Uh. I mean, we had an hour. We gave the people what they wanted. Some good race talk this week. Yeah, we haven't had a race talk in like a year. That's always good. Uh, we wasn't on the same side with the Dion shit. We gave these people some good content this week. That's what we do have views from the chair. Yeah. Um, random thoughts. Random thoughts. Uh, you seen the AI art craze? Yeah, what is that? I don't know, man. Uh, I tried to find the app. I wanted to see what it was about. Lenza. Uh, what is it called? Lenza. L-E-N-S-A. But I do see people picks. paying for it. I don't think yeah, I'm it's eight bucks for 200, 200 pictures. Damn, yeah, my, buddy, my, my buddy posted it. He told me, but uh, okay, so eight bucks for 200 pictures. I don't think I'm gonna share them on social media, but I also think that's some fly ass. Shit. Um, I was gonna ask you, you know, you're an artist and shit. how you feel about the computers fucking painting and shit? Yeah, I think it looks sick, but yeah, to that point, I think like. It's funny the people I saw posting are the same people that complain about self checkout. <laughs> That's funny. And I was like, I'm like, yeah. Some people don't even realize the irony of this. It's like this is a graphic designer's job. It, that like they were high quality work. Yeah. It looked really good. And I'm like, yeah, you're getting eight eight bucks for two hundred. But that's ridiculous. Yeah. Because those you pictures, like one of those pictures, should be like fucking twenty five, fifty bucks a piece. That's what I was thinking. I'm like, yeah. I'm seeing people post like ten pics. I'm like. They paid that much for all that, and then you telling me that's eight dollars for all that. I'm like, oh, it's AI generated. So I like, I don't necessarily love it. I think they look cool and whatnot, but like, it's it's the same like same thing as automatic trucking, mm -hmm. self checkout to me. Like that that's taking jobs. Yeah, the thing I will say is I don't think it'll ever replace the actual art because you could actually you could feel a painting. You can but see honestly, but graph, that, like that specifically for graphic designers, I feel like that was top quality work. Yeah, it's 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 a little fucked up because even like you said with graphic designers, somebody that may start a clothing company, you don't need a graphic designer no more. You got the fucking AI paint whatever you fucking type in. Right off the rip. I mean, those are good jobs. So you can print them out and put them on the wall. I was I was shocked of how good that shit turned yeah. out for some people. I'm like, this shit next level. And I mean, that is shit that you would post and hang up in your in your house and all that shit. It was good shit, but I don't think nothing will ever be real art. Um I see it though as being a little fat a fad. I think it'll fade. Oh yeah, 100%. They're definitely gonna fuck with it for the next couple months. Random thought is New is New Year's Eve the most overrated holiday. Mm. Nah, I don't think so. I feel like it's more pressure to find out what you're gonna do and like what you like. Once you get there, it's usually packed. And what's it called? You're like, is it really as fun as the buildup makes it? If you got something to do, I think it's just. I think in terms of overrated, because it's really we actually really celebrating something that day. Like when we talk about Thanksgiving, we'll be celebrating. When we talk about Christmas, we'll be celebrating. What are we celebrating? We talk about all these other holidays. What are we really celebrating? We talking about New Year's. We actually celebrating the fucking yeah, year. Fair enough. This shit changing over. Let's have a good time, whatever. Maybe drinking being associated with ain't the best thing, but I feel like it's a it's I don't think it's overrated. I think it's right where it should be. Are you uh at this age, are you a bar club guy or a house party guy? Uh I haven't done the bar club thing in about three, four years, so I don't even 
know what that's like now. Uh, I'm not opposed to it, but yeah, I mean, I guess at this point, I'm a house like all right, get together guy, maybe. Yeah, that's the only downfall of me renting this apartment is I'm like, yo, if I would have bought a house by now, I would be hosting New Year's every year for sure. Yeah, and it's it's just more comfortable. Like, uh, I feel like in the house environment, nine times out of ten, you know, majority of the people that's there. You go to a bar, it could be up. Oh, I'm, still, I'm, I'm a week away from uh, taking my mom's house from her and hosting something there for sure. <laughs> pretty close to it. Yeah, I mean that's that's definitely more more uh comfortable than being on the bar. Uh I'd be laughing to myself now just seeing all the young people on the road and shit. I'd be like, damn, I was really that age driving. And when I see them on the road, I'm like, I gotta get the fuck away from them. Because <laughs> <laughs> some of the Philly trips was low. <laughs> yeah, get the fuck away from these people, but yeah, so no, that's okay. It's just it's just a scary night as far as getting home, but if you're in an environment where you feel like you're safe and yeah, I feel like I feel like the get together, small get together shit is is better than the club at this point. I agree. Yep. All right, let's use my chair. Till next time.